0: Welcome to Two Travel Dads Podcast. Here we share our favorite destinations, travel tips, stories from our adventures, and bring on awesome guests to share insights into their travelsome lives. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and check out our detailed show notes at twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes. Hey, welcome back to Two Travel Dads Podcast. I am Rob, your host, and I have a hostess with me today, Miss Kate. Hi, who also has been on here before to talk about my or our family's trip up to I can't speak over to to Hawaii. But today we're going to talk about something else. And I'm actually going to kind of twist it a little bit. I told her we were going to talk about prep for her upcoming trip to the UK, but we're going to talk about
1: and now she's making weird eyes. I know, right?
0: Uh, We're going to talk about travel trepidation. Okay, great. Because I feel like that is an underlying theme in so many of our daily conversations. Yes. And I I feel like it's very applicable to lots of
1: people. I would agree. So. Having only <laughs> seen the world through my own lens of travel trepidation. But, you know, yeah, I would agree.
0: So I know what I think that means. What does that mean to you?
1: Um, essentially just travel anxiety. And the reason that I know it does um, affect others is because there are a thousand, you know, Pinterest posts about, you know, traveler's tummy and like, you know, how to get over your nerves when flying and all of these different things. So it's not, you know, I know I'm not singular in my unknown fear.
0: Wait, traveler's tummy. That means some that means one thing to me. What does that mean to you?
1: Uh people get weird stomachs when they travel. Like they're ah, you know, okay. all of their their normal constitutionals <laughs> are you thrown know, out of, thrown whack. Out of okay. whack. So,
0: okay. but also people tend to eat a lot when they travel. That's what I was that thinking. Is I was like, that's
1: also oh, a thing. I, but just I, have fun. I think that, I think that, you know, anxiety is always linked to your gut for some reason. Not a doctor. Thank you. Not a doctor. Uh, not a doctor. <laughs> but, you know, I think that for whatever reason, I know my stress has always been linked to my gut. So, it throws my whole system out of whack.
0: Yeah. Well, so you've got a big trip coming up um you are
1: it's really coming up too I know it's like uh, it's like uh, two weeks away I I think it's less than
0: two weeks away isn't it
1: no shh don't say I'm sorry (laughs) I started to freak out this morning because I thought it was three weeks and then my son came in and he was like oh two weeks till I trip and I'm like what no what
0: (laughs) yeah so you are heading to the UK you're gonna do London Scotland tell me just like give me a quick little overview and then i've got my line of questions
1: okay great well i've had to change the title of my spreadsheet on this to trip to europe now because we're not just doing london and scotland because we are also going to amsterdam for a day which i am told by everyone that's plenty that that's plenty um and so we this kind of just came about because i have friends who live in both of those countries not amsterdam but London and and Scotland or England and Scotland and uh, they have been begging me for about 20 years to come and visit them Um, and I feel like you know they've come here and I haven't gone there so I finally (laughs) I finally just bit the bullet and you know I was like okay we're gonna do this and I got the travel bug about 2022 basically as soon as like covid was kind of dwindling down and people were allowed to start boarding planes and go to other countries again i was like well apparently the this may just go away again so i need to just knock it out and start going places and seeing the world and stop putting my life on hold and you know making the excuse that I think a lot of us make which is someday I'll do it you know and someday I, comes really quickly I have an 80 year old mother who you know continually still says maybe I'll do that and it's like a hiking trip to you know Everest or whatever and I'm like mom you're not gonna go on a hiking trip to Good Everest luck, yeah it's not gonna happen <laughs> but she's like you know what? I could go to that I'm like all right but I think that she um, she missed an opportunity to go to the UK with her parents when they went. And she was like 18 or 19. And she regrets it to this day. And I just don't want to have those regrets. I, you know.
0: It's worth getting over the anxiety it's, part of it.
1: You know what? It's just going to have to be something that I just suck up.
0: But once you do it, you're going to want to do it again and again.
1: Uh, that's my hope.
0: And it is... Not a problem.
1: <laughs> if this becomes my addiction, I'm okay with it. Let's put it that way.
0: All right. So you are heading to the UK <clears throat> and then Holland for um, a day. I yes. W- I always love that because that's how they say it in Austin Powers, gold member. Also, side um, note, <clears throat> is it
1: the Netherlands and Holland? Yes. And everybody, we're just all, ex- we're just accepting that. That's just, yes. it could be either or. Sure. and it's Yes. Totally interchangeable. Totes. Okay, great. Yeah, I don't. I don't know
0: what's right. So when you when you get to Europe, uh, when you get to the UK, where are you starting?
1: So we begin our adventure in London,
0: flying into Gatwick. Or... We are flying
1: into Heathrow.
0: Heathrow. Okay.
1: And I am very lucky that my good friend Nikki has uh, offered to put us up. In London, which that has been you know, London's an expensive city. It's like the New York yep. of Europe. So it totally is. Um, that has been a godsend. Like she's and she's the most amazing human being in the entire world. And Mickey, <laughs> I'm gonna make you listen to this podcast so that you can hear that I'm praising you. Um, so and Dan, her husband, is also amazing. because um, he is gonna drive us to the airport when we leave London. However, I digress. So <laughs> We land in London, and um, then we are staying with her for four days, and then we are flying from London to Scotland, to the Highlands of Scotland, to Inverness. And the reason that we're going to the Highlands is, is because, because of Outlander. Is well, it's not. My husband is kind of obsessed with Outlander, but. <laughs> um, It's not. It's just that's a bonus. Uh, That was kind of how I convinced him to go. My girlfriend Louise that I've known for 20 years, she lives in Inverness. So um, we're going to go and visit with them. And there we are staying in a castle.
0: That's awesome.
1: I'm very excited about the castle. The castle has been owned by the same family for 800 years. And I have lived in the United States my entire life, and my father was a history buff, and there is nothing here that was lived in for 800 uh-uh. years. So
0: That's awesome.
1: It's very, very cool. So, and my dream scenario is that we get to see the Northern Lights while we're there, because it is told to me that that is a possibility. If it so. is
0: clear, it is late enough in the year that it gets dark early enough, and 2am rolls around. Got to pop outside if it's clear.
1: Yeah, we'll hike up a hill at 2 a.m. if we have to.
0: Last time I saw the Northern Lights, I was flying over Russia, and it was in an airplane.
1: Ooh. it was
0: fascinating to see from the sky.
1: Okay, I'm really jealous that you were able to use the words, last time I saw... <laughs> <laughs> but whatever.
0: Anyone. If I ever
1: get to see. So, you know, and it's funny because every it's currently November for any of you listeners that are listening like later. Um, and I think a lot of people when I've told them that we're doing this trip are like, "Why are you going in November?" But I think that's what I said, too. <laughs> But there's a lot of good, it's funny because I was listing um, like kind of, I was doing our budget today and I was kind of looking at the pros and cons stuff of like why, what we're doing and I'm writing about our trip and stuff. And I think that my pros list for going in November is much longer than my cons list for going November because in all reality, it's, you know, you you kind of take the breaks with uh, the weather over there, you know, it kind of changes throughout the day and so and it's I've been checking and it's been sunny and some days and it's been not some days and it's fine and it's not that cold and you know, so um but we don't have to deal with the midges in Scotland, which if anybody doesn't know what a midge is, I did a lot of I did not know what is a that midge a fly? was. So we have mosquitoes here in Florida. Uh-huh. They're very annoying. I don't like the mosquitoes. True story. Yes. Midges are like mosquitoes with a vengeance. They're mean, they're nasty, their bites hurt really bad. And they will one hundred percent swarm you like like gnats. It is very not enjoyable. Sounds great. It's like horror movie level. Sounds like
0: mosquitoes in Alaska.
1: It's well, I'm not. Don't put that on my list of places that I'm going. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> or I go in there. It's cold there. Yeah. Um, but so the midges in Scotland we're gonna miss, which is like perfect. Um, the Northern Lights aspect, you know, was a big thing for me. I really wanted to be able to see that. Um and it's less expensive if you go in the off season. Going to Europe in the summer is very expensive. And busy. And yeah. So um so not you know, not having crowds and stuff like that. And then also like London at Christmas time is beautiful. There's so much they do the whole city is like decorated and it's just yeah. it's like the real version of Disney. <laughs> So, oh, <laughs> so, you know, um, so that's like really, you know, those are there are a lot of more pros than cons. And honestly, I can't have my kids go into Europe and be falling in love with it. Right. They have to be there has to be they a little reality. Have, they have
0: to have some gray days to keep their reality.
1: Yeah, yes. They have to be like, this is cool. But also it's really cold. I don't really want to live here. You know, so.
0: So as you've been getting ready and as time marches on. So one of the things you were asking me to help you with was to kind of look at your stuff and make sure that you're all ready to roll for things like customs and stuff. Yes. Do you feel... So why do you... I've been through customs lots of times, and I do get nervous every time, even though I know I'm not... I don't have...
1: You don't have a dead body. I don't have a dead body. I'm not
0: trafficking drugs or anything like that. (laughs) What is it that makes you nervous about going through these different processes for... International travel.
1: So I will say this. I am. Do you have a dead body? You listen to a lot of podcasts. I (laughs) do listen to a lot of podcasts and a lot of true crime ones. Uh, But I think that the I think that the thing for me is I'm okay. So weirdly, I am the person when I get pulled over by a police officer, I start to sweat, even if it's not I've done nothing wrong. (laughs) And they've pulled me over to like, let me know that there's a road closed or like my taillight is out or whatever. I still am sweating like a person who has a dead body in their trunk I don't know why I've never had like a negative run-in with authority but that is my experience I don't know why and so I think that that aspect of it is a little bit scary um I'm very nervous about what they're gonna ask me and that I will like slip up and be like no I mean yes I don't know what, what was the question again? Or that just, your
0: kids will have a sassy comment.
1: Oh, that my kids will be like, they're not my real parents. And then like, my <laughs> anybody, you know, your listeners don't know my boys, but they are they can be, you know, they can be essentially like me and kind of goofy and weird.
0: I can picture it happening.
1: And they think it's like funny. now. And of course, now my youngest thinks that my oldest, who is the much more prankster, is going to do that. And he keeps saying like, Ben, don't say anything weird to the customs people. So, you know, there's that aspect of it. I'm sure they'll behave when when we're there. I'm sure they'll be like, yep. when reality
0: hits, when re- right. you could be separated into the country.
1: I mean, <laughs> keep in mind my oldest does his number one goal in London is he wants to make one of the, the guards at the palace laugh. And I'm like, everyone tries to do that and it's not gonna happen. He's like, Oh no, I'm going it's gonna happen.
0: And I'm Best like, of great.
1: Luck, Ben. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <Does> right? <luck. laughs> so but uh, you know, I think that I think that also there's so much information it kind of gets to be, like, overwhelming as far as global entry, clear, or mobile passport, or this or that or the other thing. And I think that, um, you know, so, like, if you don't travel a lot, you're like, well, wait, we, which one is what right? What are those
0: things? What do I need? Yeah. We, Did you do <clears throat> any of them? Did you do mobile passport?
1: So I downloaded the app. Okay. I got that what far. What happened next? And then I got <laughs> nervous <laughs> and I because I was like, so I'm like, is this, do I go in a special line for this? Like, what does this even mean? Does it just mean a person is not scanning my passport? Just a machine. Is? And like, you know, I do a lot of um, internet research before we go on trips. But the internet research is like, even like...
0: Sometimes it's sketch and not reliable. Well, and, and it's so
1: overwhelming. Or
0: sometimes people write something that's a real generalization where they might tell you, oh, it works this way. But then that was their experience in one airport, and then they went to a different country, and it maybe didn't work the same way, or maybe they didn't tell you about all the other countries that actually didn't accept the mobile version of a passport. Right. Yeah. So just to kind of set you at ease, you can never go wrong with a paper passport. Oh, I'm bringing my passport. As as long as it is still valid with at least six months, You're good.
1: Yeah, I think that the documentation... And you don't need any
0: visas for where you're going.
1: Yes, I did look into that, and I don't need any visas for where I'm going. Thank goodness. But I think the documentation thing can be very overwhelming for people. So when we... Our passports needed to be updated, because we were... Mine was not going to be expired, but it was within that six-month window. And I didn't... I wouldn't have known that had I not researched that, you know, you have to have it. It has to be six months of validity or more. Um and then both my boys needed passports. So, of course, then we go to the passport office in April, everyone. Just FYI, if you're going out of the country, please get your passport early because it takes a long time. So we applied for our passports in April. We, met, My husband and I renewed, my boys, we got new ones. And uh, we were waiting. And waiting and I'm like sweating. And then I'm getting emails from the airline saying you have to put your passport information in and I'm like, I don't have it yet. What do you mean? And so we finally got so you
0: were able to purchase without having your passport Yes. Oh.
1: Which, is that not a thing? Are people not I, able to? I per- always
0: have a valid passport, so I've never not just put it in right there because I'm worried that I'm going to forget to put it in. <laughs> I, tr-
1: I would, I think. So I figured I you had didn't to have it in that- Yeah. So, um, so finally we got our passport in for, you know, we did get them in like September, but it took from April to September, which is a pretty long time. And, you know, and I'm, I'm in the meantime hearing all these horror stories of people being like, you're not going to get it in time. Oh, my gosh. It took us forever. Da, 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 da. So then I'm like sweating that. So I think there's a lot of just built up anxiety for me. From months of, for months months of months thinking months about months. it. Yes. And, you know, it's like, would I rather plan a trip in the last minute? Probably not. No, I started planning this trip in February. We're leaving in November. That is not enough time for me. I could have taken two more months to prepare However, um, but I think also, you know, making sure that like yesterday I was walking through Michael's, weirdly, the craft store. Like the craft store? (laughs) Yeah. And, um, I was listening to another podcast because I, it's like my thing. And, um, they were talking about, uh, the guy on the podcast, he got his driver's license. He's, um, for, uh, from another country, and he got his driver's license in the United States, and he was like, "Oh, and now I have my real ID, which apparently you need now to even go along with your passport to go anywhere." And then I immediately like checked my license to make we sure. are real ID in Florida. <laughs> and I, I I called my husband. I'm like, "Is yours a real ID? Because I haven't got my license update. I don't know if it was." So I think that there's just the unknown for me is very very scary and. Um, so kind of the more research I do, the more at ease I am. But at the same time, I think that, you know, having resources in people to ask, like having you to ask has been, you know, such a blessing because in all reality, like, you know, there's not, I don't know that many people that travel out of the country. So, um, and those that I do, you know, they haven't gone in a long time. So I think that having you know, people that you can ask for, you know, questions to, because you have to verify everything you read on the internet anyway.
0: Mm-hmm. True story. So,
1: um, so yeah, so now my, my anxiety is mostly based around just, you know, do I have everything ready? Am I prepped?
0: So with that, then I've got a question about once you're over there, cause I know that you're doing more than just London, you yes. know, you're going up and doing Scotland. Yes. So that means you've got either the Harry Potter train or you're flying from England up to Scotland.
1: So we are flying not from doing the England. Harry train. So the Harry Potter train is not running in November. Ugh. I know I'm so How sorry. do all
0: the kids get back from Hogwarts I, for their Christmas break? For their or happy remember? Christmas break? I
1: get I don't know. I don't I guess they have to ride on their dragons or whatever if they oh, do. In Harry okay. Potter.
0: <laughs> so then you so you're flying then. Yes. Okay. So
1: and the flights were super inexpensive, okay. so it was totally worth it. It was like forty nine bucks for each of us, or whatever. I'm sure we're on like a plane that you know, there's like a guy running Is to it take Ryan us off. <laughs> it's <not> Ryanair, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, so we're flying from Gatwick to the Inverness um, airport, and then, uh, and then, then here comes another anxiety-inducing thing. So, my anxiety comes from the getting there. Once I'm there, I'm usually okay. Wherever we go, like, once I'm there, I'm probably good. It. My husband, however, his anxiety comes from the driving part of it. So, in London... Oh, it's going to be so fun. <laughs> in London, we're not driving because it's London and you don't have you to. You do and, and then we're staying with friends anyway. And um, But when we get to the Highlands, you know, it's all farmland and open fields and whatever and one lane roads i'm like don't worry about driving on the other side because it's all one lane anyway um but daylight savings time oh, it'll be dark. and winter so it gets dark there at like 4 15. so it sounds like
0: seattle
1: <laughs> it's really i think that is uh and so i was worried about so we're flying into um inverness and we get there at like three ish like 3.30, I think we land, and then we have to go get our rental car, and then we're not staying in downtown Inverness, we're staying on the outskirts of Inverness, because castles, you know, because they can't just, like, keep all the castles in one city, right? Sure. So, um, so then by the time we would, like, go get to the castle, or even be driving to the castle, it's going to be dark, so then I started thinking about, oh, he's going to, freak out like he's not he's there's gonna be yelling it's gonna be it's gonna be stressful because then you have the dark you have the other side of the road you have the other side of the car yep so it's just that's a lot
0: so can I give you a little silver lining on that though yes okay so you arrive by the time you get to your castle it's dark one of my absolute favorite things about travel is arriving at night and then in the morning waking up and seeing the light hit everything and realizing that I am in a completely different place and not having any like, previous like thought of, oh my gosh, I can't wait to see this again in the daylight. And it's all so very fresh and new. It sounds really weird, but arriving at night and then getting sunrise wherever you wake up is actually awesome. All right, that's pretty it's cool. one of my favorite things about traveling on a long travel day.
1: I'll take Brian yelling at me for that.
0: Oh, it's yeah. totally worth it, and he will also think so.
1: He's gonna so so and he gets be sheep. will <laughs>
0: <He'll> be, <excited. laughs> be sheep everywhere.
1: <laughs> um, he gets very stressed out. Like Siri stresses him out when she's giving him directions.
0: Yeah, like even my Siri, who
1: is an Australian man, stresses. Like it doesn't matter what voice you give the Siri. He gets very stressed. And then if I turn Siri off and I just read the directions, I become the Siri. And yeah. then he's for yelling at me, why I can't go down this yeah. road. So, you know, I think that, but he's going to have to drive while we're there. And so he, that's his anxiety that he's going to have to get over. And, of course, for the listeners, he doesn't think he has this anxiety. So, <laughs> okay. but uh, This, this you is know, Brian
0: who doesn't like to come downtown here. This is
1: Brian who does not like to park in downtown St. Augustine. Good times. FYI. Um, because parking is really hard. And so, you know, I think that – but I think everybody has their kind of their hangups of the unknown. And I think, you know, when we were – so we went to San Francisco last year and um, – for him, it was even public transportation because it's that unknown piece, right? He was like, I don't know how to, you know, ride the ferry or the subway or the trolley or the bus or whatever. And so it's like once he's on the, he's fine on an airplane, but once he's on the ground, that's the part that kind of stresses. Like, how are we going to get from place to place stresses? So and for out? him,
0: something that's already all squared away And where he does not have to be in charge of getting himself from point A to point B. That's what would be perfect for him. An anxiety-free trip. Just show up and be carted around.
1: Yes, if he had a chauffeur, (laughs) if he was wealthy beyond his imagination, and had a chauffeur for every trip, it would be ideal. His Mm. own personal Uber driver. And actually, the day we Ubered in San Francisco was probably his least stressful day. (laughs) He was like, this is so easy. (laughs) Um, but I think, but like once we got the hang of it there, because the transportation system in San Francisco is fantastic. Yeah. And once we got the hang of it, I mean, there's an app, you know, London has an app. They have a city mapper app. Um, my, again. And you already have
0: your oyster cards or something, don't you? You, I said, you mentioned you don't.
1: You're going to look for an oyster oh, card yes, for me, actually. I will. Um, no, I have to. And that was the other thing I did research on Um, that I wouldn't have known. And I, you know, I think that that's. There's so much unknown, and I think that that is what stresses people out. So when you go in the tube, in, for those of you that don't know, uh, when you go in the tube in London or any public transportation, every single person, not family, but every single person has to tap in and tap out with a card. So you actually tap it like you would tap your credit card to pay for something, and it tracks by that card. And you have to use the same card every time, um, for the same person. So like if I use my one, I have, you know, Brian has to use a different card than I use because otherwise it's going to mm-hmm. track us differently. So, um, and then my kids each, they don't have their own credit cards cause oh, Lord knows them never given them. them. <laughs> um, so they have to have an oyster card, which, you know, then I had to figure out, okay, what's an oyster card. How do you get one of those? Da, 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 da. And then that, you know, they can tap in and out on as their own. So it's a lot. I mean, you know, it's learning any new city, but like you're only needing it for a week. The first
0: time I experienced public transportation with the TAP, it was before that was a standard in the U.S. And I didn't have any credit or debit card that had a had TAP ability. Oh no. And my friends had got on the bus and they were like, get on.
1: You're like, like, can I give you like tokens? What do I do? <laughs> what do I do?
0: And the bus driver was like, one of your friends has to pay for you. <laughs> and so they're like, Okay, I didn't use this one. And that was how we got home.
1: Wow. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It was kind of... um,
1: You're like, I live here now. That's also
0: when I realized how different the United States is in terms of accessibility and ease of everything and how behind the curve the US is with yeah, so much stuff. Yeah, I mean stuff.
1: <laughs> I, well, I think in I think in big cities in the United States they've got it down, you know, better. their their, tra- their public transportation systems are much better, but when you live anywhere outside of a big city, mm-hmm. you know, forget it. And I think for people who didn't grow up using public transportation or currently using it in their even I grew up using public transportation. I grew up in Philadelphia, which has, you know, we have, you know, we use public transportation for a lot of things, but um, I think when you aren't using it in your everyday life, it become, and then you go to a new city, right? You're like, Oh my gosh, how do I man navigate this? And what if I get lost? And you know, it's funny. Cause I have a friend when I went to New York for the first time who, uh, I said, what if I get lost on the subway and I get off at the wrong stop? And she's like, you just get back on.
0: Yeah. And I was
1: like, Oh, okay. So, you know, you have all this pent up fear and then when you get to the, like, it's, no, what, what's the worst case scenario, then you're like, Oh, okay, it's not really that bad. So I think that I think it really is for a lot of people. I know for myself, you know, it's definitely the fear of the unknown. I'm just not sure how to do this. And I do think that that prevents people from booking that trip to Italy that they've always wanted to take or, you know, going Mm -hmm. to, Reno, I don't know where Reno. people are going,
0: but... I mean, Reno's fun. I know, sure. I love Carson City love, and Tahoe. Who doesn't love that's Reno? It's
1: great. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think that, uh, you know, having those... And I want to see the places that I want to see. I don't want to have a bucket list that never gets anything checked off.
0: I think that's a great point. So... So then, make sense about, you know, ground transportation, the whole planning things out. So what have you done for... Because I know the other thing that you were, like, adamant about is that for this trip specifically, you guys are only doing backpacks.
1: We are only doing backpacks. Okay. So I'm Tell me go.
0: about this. Why is this only backpacks? Oh, okay. What sort of pushback Backing have you gotten from the kids <clears> who <throat> like their shoes and like all these things? Like, how, Every, how are you managing this? First
1: of all, everyone that's listening to this is like, why is this lady even going on a trip? She seems like she's, <laughs> like, really stressed <laughs> out about this. Um, everything about traveling stresses me out for everyone. Um, so – but.
0: Backpacks is a but way I'm that doing you're managing am, not having to deal with other stuff.
1: I am moving through it. So I don't want my luggage to get lost because okay. that will be a stressor mm-hmm. and for everyone because clean underwear is a necessity. And um, so we are going to, We I bought backpacks on Amazon that are roughly the same size and are carry-on size. I measured. I did all of the research on what the best ones were for carry-on size, and so on and so forth. And so we have—we uh, are going to. Oh, everything that we're taking, we are fitting in backpacks. Which my husband thinks he's buying Doc Martens. I'm like, well, you'll ship them home because backpacks, babe. So I have done three practice runs. Three practice runs for packing. Of my packing. Yes. I think that's fantastic. And I my children's. Did that this my children's <laughs> packing. And I think. You know, I think packing smart and, you know, there's like a billion or more TikToks and Pinterest's of what's to tap pack and what's take and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm looking at these like chicks bringing like trench coats and like knee high boots and I'm like, girl, that's not going to fit in my backpack. So <laughs> I am, it is going to be, you know, one pair of jeans. We are lucky enough that we have laundry in both of the places that we're staying.
0: Thank goodness.
1: And I am not opposed to wearing like three days of... Worn jeans. I'm, oh, okay. I'm just not like, and I'm.
0: Wasn't sure where you're going with that. And I'm, and like, I'm also oh, 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 oh. a
1: Florida girl traveling to a very chilly place, so I'm bringing long johns. So my skin probably won't be touching my, clo- my outer clothes. And if you've got clothes. lots
0: of pairs of long johns, then yeah, yeah.
1: And I do spill on myself. I'm very clumsy, so I have like shout wipes. I'm good Eat there, so I can do spot check cleaning. Whatever. And you
0: wear a lot of black.
1: I do wear a lot of black, so <laughs> I think it'll be fine. Um, I think for my kids, their clothes are still smaller. They're not very large children. So I think they're really okay. And we're bringing thin, thin layers. Because the number one thing that I have read in all of my research is that the, you know, the weather changes mm-hmm. from, you know, warm to cold and so on and so forth. So thin layers. We're wearing our jackets onto the plane like we, I have it all planned. Perfect.
0: And do you feel like, knowing that you don't have to check bags that you've practiced this does that help you or do you feel like oh I should have done this more I think cuz I feel like you are beyond set like as you tell me what you done I know I think like, that most people good. would don't be worry. like you're a psychotic
1: <laughs> person what is wrong with you um, I think that these are all the things that I do to kind of ease my mind and not having because my my heart rate will start to grow as soon as we are on the car on the way to the airport, we're flying out of Daytona Beach Airport.
0: Which is the best. I most will. Wonderful, yeah, literally. Shameless airport.
1: plug, not a sponsor. Shameless <laughs> plug for Daytona <laughs> Beach Airport. But, but it is like, it's like going to the shopping mall and getting on an airplane. Yeah. That sounds weird and kind of maybe like their planes are wonky, but they're not. It's, it's an great. international airport, but it's so small. It's so great. And they just, it's like one guy named Jim that works at the security. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, how you guys doing? And Come sometimes you earth. get
0: there and they don't even have security open yet because nobody flies out at three there. o'clock in the afternoon. I
1: know. It is the best airport. It's never crowded. They have really good So food. that's a great way
0: to actually start your trip is by starting your first leg with the least stressful thing you could possibly imagine.
1: That is why I chose that. place, And it was it. cheaper. So bonus. But I, you know, it's the same. We we live in St. Augustine, so Jacksonville is about the same distance from Daytona Airport and from us. So you know, it's it was an easy choice, and that way I can feel I don't have to deal with like, you know, I think the stressors a lot of time too when you're when you're a parent and you're traveling with your kids. The stressors are like, oh my gosh, and my kids are going to be there. Like I have all my own travel anxiety. And then like, oh my gosh, my kids are going to be there and I'm going to be dealing with them doing whatever they're doing, which is, I mean, my kids are now teenagers, Ugh, barf, <laughs> and they're, they're, I have one that's a preteen and one that is now officially 14. So he's a teenager Ugh. and he, they're both, um, whiners I love but I love my children if they're gonna I know what I I do love my children and I think that both of them would admit that they are about
0: communicating their thoughts and feelings yes
1: they are not (laughs) they're much like their mother so but I think that you know like the a long line is annoying to anybody I mean we've been at Disney on a ride they wanted to go on in a long line and they're like how long is this line So, you know, you're dealing with your own anxiety of just like, okay, I'm sweating bullets over here. I'm getting nervous about going on this airplane and going to this place that I've never, I have to fly over the whole ocean, you know, and then you have like whiny children that are like, wow, lines long and uh, you know, so I think that going to an an airport that the lines are not going to be long, uh, starting that and then just like getting a cocktail and chilling in the, you know, lounge and wait, reading your book books that is my key to travel
0: books. i i have no response so uh, so the reason i have no response is cuz you're bringing just a backpack
1: i will three books will be in that backpack like three at least minimum wow yes i have to finish my current book because i can't bring a half book uh-uh so yes
0: and you can't just bring a tablet
1: no i don't like those i like okay. i like to smell my books i
0: know the little e-readers are great Great no, I'm sure my kids
1: will have that, but they have their iPads that they'll use for like reading and oh, watching yeah. movies and whatever. Yeah. I have to have physically have books. I love, I'm an old school okay, girl. I'm a Barnes and Noble sitter and reader. And well, you are
0: going to struggle with the little backpack and not buying a bunch of old antique books that really smell like oh, old books when you get to London. So. Well,
1: and we're going to go to Leaky's bookshop in Scotland because it's like the like the oldest bookshop in like whatever the history of the world or whatever it is. That's not true. Oh, that um, sounds awesome. But, and it's got like a crackling fire in the middle, which I'm like, ooh, that's a little bit of a fire hazard. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, it looks so just like, oh, I could just stay here all day and drink a tea. So we'll have to have books. another
0: podcast episode where we talk about your trip when you get home. Yes because
1: Let's see if i've survived.
0: <laughs> well i want i want to hear how all of this went but then also i'm kind of curious because i haven't been up to scotland i can't wait well, to he- let
1: me take you there i can't
0: wait to hear about it
1: um so yeah so i think it'll i think you know i think the trepidation of getting there is my biggest there's just a lot of logistics that go into it and i think that you know and and talking to other people who are like oh i've always wanted to go to blah but it's just so much work to put into you know Mm -hmm. researching where do you go where do you stay you know so it is really helpful having a friend that's a travel writer i'll tell you that much good times
0: (laughs) well thank you for going through all of your qualms and anxiety because (laughs) you know like i was saying it's not something i necessarily face but i know other people do and you have such a different take on it than me yeah and it's great so thank you for sharing of course and being vulnerable
1: I'm nothing if not vulnerable.
0: <laughs> um, we will definitely have Kate back to talk about all the Scotland and England things when they return. In the meantime, thanks for tuning in. Uh, check out this and more on the blog at 2Traveldads.com. And be sure to give us a follow and check out all of the cool videos and photos that we've got from all of this and more at um, Instagram and the Facebooks at Two 2traveldads And yeah, we'll talk to you later.
1: Awesome. Thanks. Bye.
0: Two Travel Dads podcast is created by Rob and Chris Taylor in St. Augustine, Florida. We'd love to answer your questions here on the podcast, providing both our experience and stories to share our own insights into whatever you're wondering about. Visit twotraveldads.com slash podcast dash episodes to leave your questions and to check out past episodes and show notes. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and have an awesome day.